0: This morning I want to begin with a scripture reading from Psalm 107. This is good news stuff. It says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. No, this isn't the one where you repeat, His faithful love endures forever, over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, okay. Just If you don't, there is one that's like that. <laughs> Has the Lord redeemed you? Then speak out. Tell others he has redeemed you from your enemies. For he has gathered the exiles from many lands, from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in the wilderness, lost and homeless. Hungry and thirsty, they nearly died. Lord help, they cried, in their trouble. And he rescued them from their distress. He led them straight to safety, to a city where they could live let them praise the lord for his great love for the wonderful things he has done for them for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things Hmm. lots in there lots to think about i was thinking this week in the last couple of weeks my brain's been full and my life's busy with all kinds of stuff going on and uh, when you lose a loved one and there's funeral work afterwards, ugh, that's a lot of work, you know? So when somebody asks you to be an executor, they're not being nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Sometimes you have to. But it's exhausting, and so uh, my brain's been full with that, and I, I'm going to experience some holidays really soon, I'm looking forward to that. But in that time, it's forced me to think through not just about my dad, but it caused me to think of what I'm thankful for. Because if you only look at the garbage going on around you, and I hear stories, they have coffee with people, and they share their pain, they share the struggles, and it, you, know, you get a lot of that coming in, guess what? Um, some of that can really hang on and, and take residence as I carry people's burdens. Sometimes I do it too much. But then I'm discovering the relationship I have with God is to then take that and talk to Him about it and give it to Him. Where just like people come and share, and when people share with you their problems, it makes them feel good. It helps them express and know somebody cares. That's, that's why we, we talk to one another and share one another's burdens. It's called relationship. In the same way, I then bring those things to my Heavenly Father and say, here God... There's a lot more people hurting, and you're in charge of them anyway? <laughs> Here, I can't handle it. It's too much, and I can't do anything anyway. But you can. So the thought of surrender, the, what am I thinking about? Because I, I found myself sometimes being a little bit snappy and, and short, and why am I frustrated? Why am I agitated? And it's for stuff I can't even realize until after I've surrendered it and God shows me You were trying to carry all that stuff and trying to sort it and control it. We're not created to be controllers. We have control freak flesh, stuff that isn't really us. We want to control everything around us and everyone around us. You're not called to control anything, you're called to surrender to the one who is in control. What does it mean to yield? And then I realized my brain is going in so many directions, like the fireworks you saw the other night or heard, and you know, it goes all over the place. And it made me realize what I think about matters. What you think about matters, your thought patterns. I was uh, listening to a quote or I heard a quote from Anthony Robbins and then another one from John Maxwell and then Joel Osteen and all these people who speak encouraging words. Some are professing believers, some are not. So, they're speaking words we need to hear. I know my source. My source is Jesus. So, it made me think, okay, what should we be focusing on? And if you're in the dumps, if you've got stress going on, then today I want to show you how to focus. Because I want to focus on being thankful. Give thanks, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. And then down here, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Hmm. Uh, have you been praying for people that you think need to know the Lord? You know? That's great. Who's in charge of getting their attention? Not you. So stop trying. (laughs) Every ulterior motive, they sniff out. They know. But instead, how about just love them and trust that God puts in the hunger. Maybe you don't feel hungry. You say, I'm getting tired of this church thing. I'm getting tired of this religious thing, the routine. God knows that. He's the one Who instills passion and hunger. And even while you walk through dry times, I tell you, he's there with you. So today I want to encourage us to rethink, reset the summer. How can we look at the summer with a positive attitude? And I think it begins with Thanksgiving. I remember handing out a a prayer list years ago. I had this perfect chart of how you spend your whole week in prayer. On Sunday, here's the list of things you pray for on Sundays. Here's the topic for Mondays. Here's the topic for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And every It was a good thing. It was fine. But I initially did it as a method. Here's your method to get God's attention. And the method to make Him feel close to you. And yet, I've now discovered... That kind of a chart is something I want to do if I want to, and it helps me focus. That's great for me, but I cannot put it onto to somebody else and say, you must, in order to get close. That's wrong, because you are as close to Jesus as I am. You're as close to Jesus as anyone else in this world, because he holds all things together. He is not absent from anyone or anything ever. And that's important. So, on that list, I had a I had no request Friday on my list, <laughs> which is I, I made myself say, okay, you can't put your prayer request. This is all praise and thanks. And I found that, and I thought, this is actually really good. To make my mind think thoughts of thankfulness. It drives out darkness, it drives out negativity, and you can't complain when you're thankful. It's, it's almost impossible to do that in the same breath, unless you're a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at that. How about we begin today? Be thankful for your family. For some, that'll be really easy, because... You have a natural love flowing in the family and they're all close and cozy, isn't that nice? Well, then you have other families who can't stand each other. How can we be thankful for family? Well, what about your extended family? What about your grandparents? Uh, uh, my, in my own life, I know, you know, having the tension between, with my parents and siblings and all that, you know, sometimes we don't even like our siblings. Who does that? Like, it, it happens. So how can we be thankful Well, they've been placed in our lives. They have been a part of our formation, whether you like it or not. They have been part of your past, part of your shaping of your your patterns of thinking and upbringing. Sometimes we reject those patterns and create a whole new path, especially if those patterns were very negative. I know that's happened for me, for sure. Begin to thank God for your family. For your work, do you have a job? Does any most people work? Have you ever worked? Okay, yes. Thank God for your job. the The ability to be able to work, to take care of yourself, to your, take care of your family. Thank God for a system where we can work. And I'm going to have one thing come up a little later that you won't like, but oh well. Uh, you'll be th- you need to be thankful for it. But thank God for your job. How many times do we just take our jobs for granted? Well, talk to an unemployed person. Just, just uh, have a coffee with a person who's not working and trying to find a job. It'll make you thankful for your work. Be thankful for your job. Next, friends. Oh, my goodness. Be thankful for the people you've gotten to know. Be thankful for the people who have said, you are my friend. Be thankful for past friends who've helped walk through dark valleys with you, who've celebrated great championships with you. Birth of kids, marriage, high school graduation, all that stuff. Friends. They're important. Without friends, we it's really hard to function. Some people need a lot of friends and some only need just a few. Depends on your personality type. Right, Nancy? <laughs> That's right. So, Be thankful for those people, and and maybe just maybe, tell them that you're thankful for them. We don't do that a lot, you know. Saying "I love you" to those you haven't said "I love you" to for a while, guys. It's even harder, you know. You know, to go up to somebody, "Hey, guy, I love you." Well, then punch me in the shoulder. "Love you." Boom. There, you did it. You did the word right. But I'm just saying, the expressing the gratitude of a good friendship. Say it to your spouse, to your kids. Kids, tell your parents you love them more often. You don't know when they're going to be gone. You don't know when the last breath of air comes out of your lungs and suddenly it's over. Or the person you want to say I love you to will be suddenly be gone. Nobody gets out alive. So think through. Be thankful for those people that are in your life. For those people who've been placed near you. Health. Thank God for your Health. See, there's the one you're not going to like. Thank God for your health. Even if you aren't well, for the health that does exist. Okay? There are people here that have many different diseases and, and are struggling with health issues, and you name it. Depression, mental health, which is, is not visible, but extremely real. Like, that one doesn't get a lot of attention because it's kind of taboo But somebody with a broken arm, that's easy. I can see what your problem is. <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> but there are people struggling with mental and depression. They need that care. They need that love. They need that encouragement. They need that help. Thank, for, thank God for your health care. Even though it's popular to complain about your health care, try going to certain other countries where it really, really stinks. You know, uh, It's one big thing here in the U.S. is the health care... And all that stuff and all the complaining that goes with it. And here in Canada, we do the same thing. We complain. And yes, you can complain. But how about you switch your complaint to, thank God I can and I have access to something for places that don't have it. It's the attitude. And yes, thank God for your taxes. How weird is that? I'm actually saying thank God for taxes. I hear people complain about taxes all the time, and I automatically say to people, I am glad for my taxes. You have forgotten what it covers, what it pays for. Be thankful. There are right ways to complain about it, but not as a daily crab thing, like stop. There's value to this. Find a way to be thankful for everything for if you become that complaining person, that negativity will turn inside, begin to churn you, and you'll become a negative person. Nobody will want to be around you because everything that comes out is pretty much negative. I don't want to be that person. Life's too short. Be thankful. Be thankful. And this, this kind of sparked it too because of Canada Day, 150-year-old country, you know. Uh, be thankful for the country you live in. This is where, if you were born here, who chose for you to be born here? Some families immigrated. Like, again, back to, for myself, I was thankful for my family because of all the work they did to get to Canada. In fact, they came to Canada in 1967, which is the hundred year. So, 50 years ago, they arrived in Canada on a boat. And in 50 years, they never threw anything away. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> At all. I found one of the crates. Listen, I found one of the crates from the boat in their house with the label. Well, this is kind of cool. I took a picture of it and... Pfft. Oh, quit it. I have the piece of wood, don't worry. I cut off the piece of wood. And then as I emptied the apartment... I found the boating slip, all the paperwork from the actual boat day. Seriously. So, and as I was searching for my adoption papers, because I cannot possibly be related, I ended up finding my registration of birth right from the hospital. I thought, what? This is, pre- this is the thing you need before you get your birth certificate? Like, they didn't throw anything away. So, thankfulness, mom and dad. They, this is before it was, it was actually legal you could do this in Germany, but they would get up at 4 a.m., deliver newspapers, leave the two boys, my two brothers, asleep in the apartment and go deliver a couple hundred papers every day to save up money to come to Canada because they heard it was amazing. They had relatives here who invited them. Be thankful for this country. Be thankful for the freedoms that you have. Oh yeah, yeah, my wife is just reminding me uh, they were a little bit foolish um, in that um, they heard dental care was really bad in Canada, like super expensive. This is at the age of 27 and 31, whatever that is, in that ballpark. Guess what they did? Had their teeth pulled. All, all their teeth. Yanked and dentures. Wow. Mm. For real. Before they came. Yeah, because then the German health care covered it. I know. Like, that I'm not thankful for. That's just weird. <laughs> you ever see a person without dentures? <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> and they look worse when they're dying. Trust me. Yes. Be thankful for the country you live in. Really thankful. Including, now get this, my dad's German pension was much more than his Canadian pension coming in. And he only worked there Many less years. And here you put 40 years in at Sears. So thankful for even that country. Like, can you start to see the domino effect of thanksgiving of where the rabbit trail can go? Stop listening to negativity. Find the good. It is there. The light is in you. Look for it. Look for it in others. The light shines through everybody. Find that light. Look for it. If you're not looking for it and you only believe what they're selling you, which is sometimes negativity, then that's all you're going to see and you've bought in. Reject it. Had one counselor suggest when people start complaining and, and blaming, take a mirror and face it towards them and reject it. Reject the negativity because it's not yours to own. They want you to own it. That's why they're talking like that. Back at you. That's you, not me. Stop. And then you be the lover, the carer, the kind one, the compassionate one, the empathetic one, but never receive that into you. What else? Relationships. Good ones, bad ones? They've all formed you to who you are. Here's an example. Um, My mother, she's easy to pick on. She's passed away. She can't talk back to me anymore. Um, But there was a negative relationship with her. Really negative. But there are also times where I'm thankful for certain things. But even that negativity has formed who I am, whether it's positive or negative. Okay? I don't have to own the negative. But once some of that negative was revealed and through a counselor, seeing a counselor, which is really important, some of those negative things changed. It's like, wow. Be thankful for the friends you have. I had a buddy of mine uh, that I kind of grew up with. We met at Circle Square Ranch. Um, We were in the top bunk, and one on each side. We drove our counselor nuts because we would burp in the middle of the night and just drive the counselor nuts. We became belching buddies. And it's just really funny. And he became my best man, and I, became, I was his best man at his wedding. And we're still friends. You know, we're just that connection. Be thankful for the connections you have. If you begin to look through, and something else I've done, hopefully it's up there. Um, well, I'll get to it in a minute. But yes, church is important too. I ended up going back And thanking those individuals, those friends. And for me, pastors who've spoken into my life. It doesn't have to be pastors, but individuals. In fact, uh, through the passing of both my parents, I bumped into many individuals from my past that I hadn't seen for years. And I was able to say, I just want to thank you for being positive to me when I was a kid. Because the environment was negative at that church. But there are a few people who are beams of light, who are just kind. And I told them, thank you. It, was, it felt so good to thank them and to see their face. Like, really? Yes, that's the message you gave me, was kindness and acceptance. Especially when I grew up in a household that was so negative. Thankfulness for those people. Begin, maybe you're even thinking of some of them right now. Thank God for them, and if you can reach out to them individually, try and reach out say, you know what, I've never said this to you before, but thank you for speaking into my life, for being a model. Even if you you never talked to them, but you saw them as a positive role model, thank them. Thank God for them. All of that has been part of your journey of becoming, of, becoming who you are. You're a result of your environment in many ways. Your behaviors and customs are a result of the environment that you've grown up with and through the culture and the messages you've heard. Thank God for your church, for the place where it's safe, especially in this country, to worship God publicly, to meet and gather where there are countries you've got to worry about a bomb coming in in somebody's backpack. Thank God for your church. For this church I'm thankful for the message, for the message of grace, truth, love, freedom to be able to share it. Oh my goodness. I still like this church. I've been here like almost 14 years. How many pastors can say that? They're usually one out after three or four or seven or they're trying to move on. This is a great church. Amazing people. People come and go. There you go. I forgot if it was up there or not. Thank God for the people you look up to. Thank God for the times He got you out of a pinch. <laughs> you know There's times where I've prayed God, please get me out, and if you do, I'll do this and this and then this. Do you know how many promises I've broken? <laughs> God's grace is in our trials and victories, and it may seem like He got you out of a pinch, and he may have. But if you can give him praise for these for the journey and thank him that he's been with you the entire step of the way, even through ups and downs and really bad choices, he's still there. This life is short. Thank you for getting you to where you are today. How many people can look back in their lives and just be shocked at where you are today and go, what am I doing here? Yeah. Number one, I should not be a pastor in fact I should be dead according to things I've done and almost done so who is the one holding me together it's the lord it is god i thank god for my trials too <laughs> really short story but I, I, this is this is a pivotal one when we first came to hope fellowship we moved to a house in waterloo we had neighbors from hell. we saw their horns. It was, it was bad. <laughs> and it, it, our house in Fort Erie wouldn't sell. It was just like, we promised our kids everything would be better. The school would be better. you know, the house would be better, everything better, better, better promise, promise, promise failed. I have never been so beaten down emotionally inside. As I'm worrying, can we handle this? Am I going to have to, are we going to lose the house because we're carrying two mortgages? What am I going to do? Are we going to end up in a uh, one of those shelters? Like My mind went nuts. I even prayed through the house. You know, praying all the demons out, going to each room, and maybe it's that. Maybe that's what it is. You know, somebody died in this house probably, so yeah, we got to pr- pray all this stuff out. had nothing to do with it. But I had to try it, because I had to knock off all the list, all the things of my religious taboo list to get feeling better. And then my wife turns to me one night and says, do you believe this grace stuff? Yeah? Well, you're not showing it at all. Why don't you rely on the one who you say and are talking about? and I had to surrender my fear because I was scared. It's one of the few times I was authentically scared for my family's future. It was scary. When you're responsible, like parents, you guys, you guys all know. You had different snippets of it in your own way. That was scary. But it taught me. It's part of my journey to where I am today. Learning to surrender even another area of my life. The outcomes. God is the God of outcomes. You and I are not. If you really think about it, we have really little control. Really little control. Thank God for those who've paved the way for you. You have 2,000 years of theological history behind you. You didn't just come up with your beliefs on what you've heard in the last 30, 40 years. It's been built on those who've dedicated their lives to the study of Scripture and preservation of texts, original languages, history. Some of it sounds really boring to you. That's fine, but that's how you got your faith. That's how you got the anchor for it. It's through the history of some of this. That's how the Word came to you. That's how people fled Europe to try and find religious freedom because of the torment that was happening. Thank God for your history. Thank God for your salvation. Whatever that means to you, however you perceive what salvation is, I am thankful for my Savior for what he has done for me. I'm thankful for what I've, where I'm at today and what I believe and I'm actually thankful for what I'm going to be believing down the road. Because if I've changed in the last forty years, forty-eight years, um, if I've changed that much and grown in increments, how much more? There's so much more to learn, and I'm thankful for that. I'm excited about that. Thank you. Thank God for your future hope. You're going to be with Jesus. You're going to experience the reality of heaven. Unless you don't believe it, well then you won't experience that. His love will be there. It's going to be held hell to you. But thank God for what is coming. Even when this, the circumstances of this world are tough. There is hope. Much hope. Oh, thank God for everything. <laughs> I think our kids, we did a prayer at night and we thank God for this and this and then they say everything. It's really funny. But it's actually biblical. Look at this. 1 Thessalonians. Always be joyful. That's hard, okay? It doesn't say always be happy. Please note. It does not say always be happy. It does say always be joyful full of the joy of the Lord. Joy does not depend on your circumstance. Happiness is based on happenings. You can be joyful and happy at the same time. But joy can still be in you, and it's the peace of Christ in you that is that joy. And the joy of the Lord is your strength, even when you're walking through hell. Your circumstances really stink. His joy can still be there. It doesn't mean you have to have a slappy, stupid grin in your face. It just means inside, I have the confidence of knowing He's with me and He's not absent from me. I'm thankful for that. Never stop praying. Huh. That does not mean close your eyes, fold your hands, and pray like this forever. Because the Bible says always pray. Forever, right? Prayers from spirit to spirit. Sometimes we use words. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. In whatever you're going through, be thankful to God. Does not necessarily mean for the circumstance, it says in. My mom used to pray these crazy prayers. I thank the Lord for my car accident. What? I thank the Lord for this this crappy stuff. She never said that word, but she, (laughs) in her German whatever, she had these weird, that's how she, she tried to talk power, using word power. But yet, today I acknowledge when things aren't good. Father, these circumstances really stink, and we're in pain. A friend of mine is in pain. It stinks for them. We're thankful for you who holds all things together. Find something to be thankful for and watch that thankfulness turn your attitude into gratitude. Ephesians 5.20 So be careful how you live. Not as fools, but as those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, let the Holy Spirit fill you and control you. Then you will sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, making music to the Lord in your hearts. And you will always give thanks for everything. See, there it is. Told you. To the God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let the Holy Spirit control you. The word fill it means controlled, controlled by. It's good news. I'm thinking of the fire. I saw Linda back there. I'm thinking of that fire, you know. How are they gonna find Ways to be thankful when their main heritage building just burned down at Chesley Lake. They're devastated right now. Emotions are attached to that building for those people. Lots of stuff is destroyed memorabilia, you name it. What do you say? Can I tell you? Don't give them a religious dumb answer. Oh, it must have been the Lord's will slap it's the dumbest thing you can say instead oh I'm so sorry can I pray for you can I help you cry with them that's how you help people in pain you don't put a slappy silly religious bumper sticker on their problem and go there that'll go away be real be honest find good in it and one of the first good things that I already heard nobody was hurt that's huge Colossians 3, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Oh boy, oh oh this one could really mess up your thankfulness journey, or it can enhance it. Make allowance for each other's faults. That means, guess what, we have faults. Can you believe it? All the spouses know that, I know. We all have faults. So instead of snapping at somebody who's expressing their faults quite vividly, perhaps make allowances. Forgive. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. See the context? This is about relationships. This is about relationships this way, not just this way, this way, horizontally. Let the message about Christ in all its richness, because it is, fill your lives Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, oops, get back, hey, get back. Mm. Is this it? Yeah. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Can you think of that person that modeled something positive for you? Can you remember who they are, their face? And they just seem to have this kind, thankful heart. If you apply this, you will become somebody else's beacon of light in their storm just by being thankful, just by letting this soak into you. There's a lot here. I don't have time to get into all the cool stuff in there, but I'm trying to focus on the thankfulness. Colossians 4:2 devote, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Now, there are days where you're going to have to pull an Elden prayer. Ah! God. <laughs> you don't know what else to say. Or your brain's so scattered and you hear about you think of somebody else Lord for that person. There you go. You got that one. They're in my mind, but I'm giving it to you. God, that one. God, that one. God, this person, this situation. That's prayer. There are no rules of how to pray. Yes, it's been modeled in Scripture. But we're in relationship. It's like talking to your spouse across the room. Hey, honey, did you see this article? Or What do you think you're going on a vacation over there? It's just ongoing conversation. You can't wear that. You know, like, I get that one a lot. So, no, 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 here's what it is. Are you really going to wear that? That's the one, yes. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. It's ongoing conversation. Same thing with your Heavenly Father, who may prompt you and say, do you really want to do that? The real you? Do you really? Well, who is me? Oh, I am one with Christ. That's the real me. But that thing that I wanted to do doesn't reflect who I really am. So maybe that wasn't the real me wanting it. And then you begin to focus on your identity in Christ and realize, I need to live from the person I am one with. And the one I am one with is thankful. You are a thankful person. You just may have forgotten it. Philippians 4, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace. You're lacking peace? You're lacking the experience of the peace of God? Take this verse to heart. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you on this one. Thank you for all he's done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. He will guard your hearts and minds. Think back to your journey. Can you believe God brought you to where you are in faith today? Can you believe you at one point didn't believe if who brought you to the place of belief? Who brought you to this profound revelation today? Who did it? Was it God? Yes. Then the people you're praying for that don't currently believe, he can do the same thing too and much more. Relax. It's good news. First Timothy. I you, first of all, to pray for all people. Hmm. Okay, how many people got six billion? Okay, today, Johnny, Bob, Harry, Larry. Okay. No. Pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf. Give thanks for them, even if you can't stand them. Pray this way for kings And all who are in authority, so that we can live peacefully and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God, our Savior. Gulp. Do you have any authorities you can't stand? I have a few. I don't mention it on Facebook. But there are people we can't stand. What does this say? And if the Spirit of Christ in you compels you to take this, then great, take it. It's not going to be for everybody. Pray for them. For the ones you can't stand. I've got a few in mind right now. Fine. My attitude, as I begin to pray for them, guess what's going to happen? My attitude is going to reflect the attitude of Christ in me for that person. Yeah. And that means I'm going to change. And reminds me, I'm not in control. That's a hard one. I'm not gonna look at anybody about this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. Good. <sighs> this summer, open your eyes and look for thankfulness. Let that be your signature of the summer, that 2017 was a year of thankfulness, celebrating our great country. Thank you that we're in Canada. But more personally, find your list and find ways to go off on your own and meditate on the list of things you've come up with of what you're thankful for and what you need to remind yourself for. I just shared with you my list, and I'll be adding just a couple other things onto it. But that's so I'm reminded because I can get distracted and get busy with all kinds of stuff. Find your way. Christ in you, the hope of glory you're one with him. Thank him for that. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to fix our eyes on the author and perfecter, finisher of our faith. Get our eyes off of the negativity of this world, the negative circumstances, even when we're confronted face to face. Please be our peace. Peace in the storm and may we walk in an attitude of gratitude through all that we do even when we're screaming out in pain you are there with us those of us who are not experiencing deep pain may at the right time become those beacons of light for others that need someone in their darkness I pray this in Jesus name Amen